so I've got a problem, but it's a good problem to have. So there was there was a uh, one game I wanted to buy for like six bucks on the PlayStation sale that they're having right now, but it's on Vita. So I, I turned on my Vita for the longest after the longest time. Um, I was scrolling through it and I was like, man, there are so many great fucking Vita games. And but now I'm at the point where like now there's so many great PS4 games and Switch games that. I don't know when the hell I'm ever going to play this shit. For the record, Amazon does sell cars. Oh, God. Dude, I'm looking at a 2017 Toyota Prius right now for $34,190. Does it have prime shipping? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so because it says destination charge $895. Not worth it. Okay, I'm so sorry to interrupt your rant, but that was super important. Moving on. Yeah, so it's a good time to be a gamer, play your stuff, enjoy it, you know, shoot your shot, you know. Okay. Uh, hello was, and welcome. That was the entire rant? Yeah, kind of, it kind of lost gas or, you know, fuel. It was, was I trying to, I'm sorry. I really do apologize. Uh, anyway, hello and welcome to uh, Kodak Call or slash Made by Gamer uh, Z Targeting's weekly gaming podcast. Uh, I'm Luke. <laughs> this week I'm joined by Dakota and Martinez. What's going on, guys? You sound tired. What? <laughs> Who me? <laughs> Dude, is it me or does uh, Dakota have an echo? Guys, I I hung up. A I don't know. What Did you hang up a soft towel? <laughs> <laughs> I would say that it, it's um, mild to extremely hard towel, but yes, it's a towel. It might still help. <laughs> that, that, that should be fine. It didn't say a soft cloth. So. <laughs> I have a couple dish towels I can just throw around if that would help. Oh, yeah, Lord. Don't, don't use a beach towel, though. Those are kind of rough. That's what I used. I thought the bigger the better. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a, not a towel expert. <laughs> Can we get one? Do they have towel experts? There's got to be. There There has to be like. I don't think they some, exist. No, yeah, some, at, your, at your local retail giant. No, some sort, of, some sort of college has to have like towel 101 or something. Maybe like people that make like manufacture or like yeah. sew them or craft them i feel like there's there's got to be like something like thre- thread count basics of thread counts I mean, yeah, yeah that that does sound pretty legit actually <laughs> introduction to egyptian cotton god dang i can just rattle these off all day forget the podcast man just open yeah this is this is exactly what I need. This is my new career. Coming up with up, the classes. Wait till you look up the thread counts for bed sheets. Dude, it's like I went to Bed Bath and Beyond once, and they had it like categoried out, and it was like two fifty, and like I was really confused. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. You know what else is cool? Hey, what have you guys been playing? Martinez, you're going first. I am going first. No way. Uh, I, so I just finished. It wasn't, uh, a, question. It wasn't I'm sorry. a question. 
Doesn't need an answer. Uh, just finished Far Cry four, five. Uh, Far Cry five. Yeah, I I liked it. It was. I don't know. I didn't realize that I got the good ending until like I looked up other endings and they're like, yeah, this is the best ending you could get. I was like, okay, <laughs> nice. Dude, that's uh, kind of like. Never mind. It's kind of like a game I played a couple weeks ago that I promised myself I wouldn't talk about. <laughs> is it the one you've been trying to get me to play? Well, yeah. That is still sitting there? I hate yeah, you. but uh, I just I had a three-day weekend in my rotation, and I just sat there, and I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat this game. Um, I had one of the brothers left over. I, I have this bad habit, and I'm sure if you guys played Far Cry, it's the same thing that you just you start doing all these side missions and yeah. trying to beat challenges and all this other stuff. So okay. uh, that's why it took me so long. Cause guys I work with like, Oh, I already finished the game. It's like, but all the side missions, dude, like you're not done yet. Um, so I'm still sitting on a few and then I reset all the, all the uh, outposts. So I just wanted that challenge that I was running around on the map, running into bad guys and shit. Uh, aside it? from, yeah, I think I'm trying to. Oh, Pokemon Moon. Pokemon? Oh, nice. Pokemon? Dude, I really. Somebody. <laughs> we gotta get somebody to teach this kid how to say. <laughs> That's why I kept saying it over. Pokemon? 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 Pokemon. I'm playing a lot of that. Um, I'm just catching random shit. Some of these Pokemon, I, I don't know. Especially now, like I think the last one, the last one I played, they had genders, which was cool, and now they have like different abilities, and I'm just, I'm just gonna catch them all, dude. You know, so if somebody has sun out there and wants to trade, by all means. Okay, as the resident like pokey, little kind of po- closest thing that we have to a pokey expert, they've had genders forever. So <laughs> I think, I think the last one I played was was X. They had genders in uh, red and blue. Yeah. No, they didn't. No, this started gold and silver when you could make eggs. Yeah. No. Oh, wait. When, no, when you could, when yeah, you could right. farm them. Red, red and blue is just you caught a Pokemon and that was it. You're good. Pokemon? <laughs> or a Pokemon. Because I'm pretty sure it's a Pokemon. Uh, I don't know, man. I think the E's silent. Okay. There's definitely an accent. <laughs> between the e, so it's not silent. <laughs> Moving on. Did you wait? So did you beat it, or you're just still catching Pokemon? Nah, uh, I'm, I'm still catching. Um, I had to uh, do a little bit of a. I think I told you that it, that it reset and I didn't save. Um, that's like extremely rare, dude. You probably should have. It was it was the one time I told you, but I was probably like two hours past the point that i had last save so i kind of had to go back and catch stuff and try to figure out what was going on in the yeah, game i'm saying for a pokemon game to like corrupt like that i feel like that's really rare like no, it wasn't it wasn't corrupted it was i had saved and then i progressed in the story and i would just close the the 3ds oh and then the and i went to the off. home screen yeah i went to the home screen to like fix a setting because the brightness was too dim so I went to brighten the screen, not realizing that when you go and open up another screen, it pretty much closes whatever application you had open. So I hadn't saved. I had to go back. I was like, no. I think I had caught a Pikachu as well, so I had to go find it again. Um, I was going to say, you probably should play the lottery because I felt like that was really rare. But whatever. 
Okay, moving on. Or is that it? Yeah, that was it. Well, real quick, how do you think Far Cry 5 compared to the other Far Cry games that you played? I mean, in my opinion, 3 is still the best. Uh, 5, while it had a good story, there were certain parts that I just didn't really care. Where, I mean, 5, had, in my opinion, had a better story than 4. Um, as you go and start kind of, as the bosses of each part of the map start realizing that you're like trying to stand up against them, what they'll do is they'll send people out to hunt you. So you kind of hit three different checkpoints for each boss. So when you hit the first checkpoint, it's like, oh, you've been marked. And maybe like 10, 15 seconds later, just a swarm of enemies start coming for you. So for like the first two bosses, I'd kind of fight them off <clears throat> and do my thing. And, and eventually like somebody would come from behind me or whatever. It was it was Ubisoft's way of like, hey, man, we're going to force you now to like continue the story. Yeah. Um, and then the last one, it's like, I guess the game kind of adapts a little bit. So I realized I was fighting them off so much. So like my guys, they're fighting guys off and some guys are showing up on the map. And all of a sudden I'm seeing I'm hearing this like arrows zoom by me because I play with my headphones on. And all of a sudden, like my guy looks down at his leg and he's been shot in the leg with an arrow and like falls over because he's been put to sleep. Um, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Uh Definitely going to go play through again just to kind of get one of the other endings that I missed in the very beginning that I'm sure if Buckman talked about it, he knows about because he and I have touched on it. Um, but definitely, I mean, three is one of the DLCs with it. Like you get three as like part of the, the pre the, the pre-order. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to play three again. Um, probably save it for when I go overseas, have something to do. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, you you know I think we talked about it a little on the show like Far Cry Five. At first, I was concerned with like the review scores, but a lot of people are just saying it's like it's it's buggy or they didn't like the story. And most of the like the six out of ten reviews are like, oh, the game's amazing, but yeah. I don't like this one thing, and then they knock it down so much. So um, yeah, overall, I'm not you know even people who complain about it being buggy. That was really like the first two days. I mean, it took me. I picked it up on the Tuesday it came out. I played a little bit that night. I played like maybe an hour or two every night. And then that weekend was when I really like sat down one day and played. And I mean, people complain about it being buggy. There's always a patch that comes out within three days. That's just something they weren't ready for. And those little minuscule things, like I was able to look past them and, and really have no issues with the game. Does it do certain things? And I'm just like, ah, whatever. But at the same time. You know, it's 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 stupid stuff like jumping up a up a side of a cliff where there's nothing to grip onto. I'm not gonna get pissed about that. And I've seen people get pissed about that. Like, oh, any other cliff I would have jumped up and this one's not working. Like, nah, dude, just just go around, find another way. Yeah, <clears throat> I, th- I think it's definitely a game like Black Friday or something. I'll, I'll grab once it's a little cheaper. Especially I just I need to get to the other Far Cry's, finish those up. I feel like, but I. I think the setting's really cool and the story's really cool. You know, yeah. Live. The uh, the arcade mode they have is really good, too. Like, you can pretty much build a map from the ground up. Um, so I started making a map. I actually just downloaded someone else's and changed the settings as far as, like, how many uh, enemies I wanted on it. So that was kind of cool. There was one I played where they made, like, this... I felt like I was playing a Metal Gear game. But, like, with the Far Cry controls and everything, you kind of start and you just see the whole outpost with a bunch of dudes just lined up. 
and the setting is like it's raining like a typical metal gear kind of thing where it's dark and, and gloom and uh it was it was fun i i a, a lot of that arcade stuff you know at first i was kind of hesitant but you get those couple guys that they just grind and spend whatever <laughs> amount of time it is to make one of those maps and it really makes it fun and i've started doing one but i haven't really worked on it in the past few days i'm probably gonna work on it after this and try to make something worthwhile for myself and other players to play. Hmm. Very cool, very cool. I've never been into the whole create your own level sort of stuff. I, ju- I just suck at it. That's really I, it. I mean, it's good and bad, like, because I usually go in with the mindset of how hard do I want this to be? Um, you know, and, and it does give you the basics of, all right, here's a building. Here's, you know, do you want it a city? Do you want it an open space? Um, like there was one guy, he like lined up the whole beginning of the map with just every weapon, every helicopter. So you can just pretty much go in and, you know, if you want to just obliterate the whole map, obliterate the whole map. But I kind of like the challenge here and there. So I'll set up stuff like that. A um, little bit of like kill houses that like Dakota and I would work on here, here down here that. You know, kind of a setup like that where you go in, do your thing, but it's fun. <clears throat> Anything else? Uh, that was a big echo. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I don't have anything else. That That's really it. I haven't really had time lately, but those are the two that I've been, when I do have time, that I've been dedicating it to. All right, so my turn. <laughs> okay, so here we go. All right, so... I just moved and I yeah I yeah I just moved I have the Xbox here I didn't have my PlayStation for a while so I didn't really play much on the PlayStation um so instead I was playing my Xbox and Super Hot was one of the free games so I started playing Super Hot that game's awesome it's really hard though like there's some Luke did didn't you play Super Hot or I play. I started it up uh, like last summer, and yeah, it's it's cool. It's tough. It's a yeah. weird mindset to be in. Right. I I love like the hacky nature of it. Obviously, um, yeah. I I really enjoyed it. I think that I don't. I'm trying to remember where I was because this was like last week. So I'm trying. Whatever. It's fine. Um. And then the witness was also free. So unfortunately, I played the witness. Dude, the witness is amazing. Shut is it? up! I shut was gonna up. ask because I downloaded shut, it. Shut, up, shut. Up. This was if you don't remember, this was one of Luke's like game of the years. Yeah, that's last that's year. Why, when I downloaded, I was like, I feel like I've heard someone talk about this. Yeah, and I did nothing but bitch about how he put a puzzle game on his game of the year list because puzzle games do not belong in the game of the year list. I, I uh, think. Uh, the Witness is my second favorite game of 2016 after Uncharted 4. All right, so you're wrong, but it's fine. I'll I'll let it happen because I will admit it's a very good game. I just I just yeah, it, it I like the way like it, it's like hey, here's this puzzle. We're not going to tell you anything, so figure it out. That's cool. That that's a cool idea. Um, cool. So so what I will say is if you haven't spoiled yourself on what happens in the game yet. Like, it's a lot more than what it lets on at first, uh, you know, first impression. Well, I'm sure that it is because I know, like, it has a pretty, like, I know that the the 
island itself has a pretty big storyline aspect to it and so on and so forth and like it, it goes in some pretty weird directions i've heard i don't i don't know that's the only thing i know about it and i i played it like one day but i played it that one day i played it for like three hours so yeah and i mean it's it's not a short game especially if you suck at puzzles because i suck at puzzles it's um, really hard and i think i think i may just watch a youtube video and just solve them all that way but whatever um anyways though, um so i played that uh, yeah uh and then i remembered that well so then i remembered that i had watch underscore dogs 2 and i don't know where it is i martinez i let you borrow it what yeah, did i do I, with it I gave it back to you because that sure? was yeah. I gave it back to you before I had a move. Remember, Dude, I had a I, move that time. I feel like I gave it to somebody, and I have no idea who, because I do not have it. Like I am looking at my games right now, and it, it is nowhere to be found. I was hoping whenever the movers brought all my stuff, like I put it in some random nook and, nook and cranny, and they found it and they packaged it up, and I just didn't even notice it. And but no, I cannot find it anywhere, dude. So if anybody out there listening has my watch underscore dogs too, please send it back to me, please. So I tried to play that, couldn't because I didn't have it. So then I moved on and I played uh, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Definitive Edition, and for the Xbox. And I realized how much I love that game. It's the best. Like yeah. it's. What? It's free. Oh, it's next month. Yeah, it's yeah. coming free next month. But, dude, okay. If I, I really wish I could show you my office because, like, I have a, a one shelf dedicated to nothing but Metal Gear stuff. And if you saw all the games that I have for it, you would realize that I don't need a free one. I have three copies of each one, but whatever. I, and I guess they, I can't talk shit. Yeah, the, the, yeah, you definitely can't talk shit. You just keep your mouth shut over there. But anyways, though, so I played that. Um, I didn't get too far because it's hard. I know that I'm coming up to um, the first, like, uh, the first real hard mission of it. The honeybee mission, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, which is, like, the first main real hard mission of it um and but i'm not very good with the controls of the uh, xbox yet so i was like no i don't want to do that but yeah anyways uh, uh luke i'll let you say the main game that we've been playing so i'll i'll just stop there and say that that's that's all folks yeah it, uh i had two questions you sound tired <laughs> who me yeah the definitive edition. What was? Did they? Would they add to that? Did they add anything? It's, it's no. They didn't really add anything. But it's well. It's all the DLC, which is not really anything. And um, uh, it's Ground Zeroes and Phantom Pain in one disc. Okay. Oh, and you remember um that Metal Gear Solid comic book? Which one? The, the one that you got at that place that we were at? Yeah. I have both of them. Yeah. So if you look on Amazon, there's... I think the, I think they just put out, like, a collection of all of those. Uh, really? I got it. It was pretty dope. 
Are you kidding me? And you just don't even tell me? I was going to tell you eventually. You have my phone number, you jackass. Wow. I, I wow. got it like four days ago, so it was like a four-day delay, chill. So whenever I type in Amazon now, it comes up Ricky's Hot Sauce. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, uh, foreshadowing, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Dude, fuck, god dang it. Well, oh, is, that's all the questions that you had. Yeah, the, it's Mel Your Solid Omnibus. Well, I just typed in comic books. Oh, did you see it? You see the omnibus? No. What? <laughs> Mel Your Solid Deluxe Edition hardcover. Mel Your Solid Volume 2. Omnibus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all of them? How big is it? <laughs> That's it. It's pretty thick. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Okay, so I'll get into what I've been playing. Uh, yeah. So I didn't really start reading that, but um, I did read through the first couple issues of the Last of Us comic. So that's like it's like five issues, and they put it together as a graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was reading that; it was pretty good, and I was getting hyped for Last of Us too. I really want to replay Last of Us one on PS4. Did you, did you know that there's a Bloodborne comic book? Uh, I think I saw that. Oh, no, I, I knew about Dark Souls. I didn't know about Bloodborne. Yeah, dude, there's nice. a Bloodborne comic book. I'm really debating it. <laughs> Only 17 left in stock. Does it say more on the way? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, so uh, aside from uh, that, what else have I been playing? Uh, decent amount of stuff. Um, so Iconoclasts. I talked about that previously. Still grinding through that. Um, almost done with the game, so hopefully I can finish it by the next episode, because I believe I'm right on the cusp of the end. Um, you know, towards the end of the game, you start getting a lot of bosses, and some of them are kind of, they have annoying quirks that are, that are hard to figure out and not really, um, super intuitive. So you kind of get overloaded with that. Some of the puzzles get really, really devious towards the end. Because one thing that's that's great about the game is it's like it feels like classic Metroid or Mega Man, but there's just new and different mechanics that they introduce that are just really creative and inventive, and they really take it all the way, like in terms of the puzzles. So you you really got to wrap your mind around the mechanics and the concepts and the physics of the game. So it is it's rather intense. There is one boss in particular that I think is just stupid. People figured out a way to cheese it, so I just cheesed it because it. I thought it was a dumb boss. Um, other than that, most of them are you know they can be pretty tough, but they're at least once you figure it out, it's pretty pretty fun and pretty satisfying. Um, another thing I'll say is that towards the end of the game, it starts getting way more plot heavy, and the plot's really confusing. Like for a Metroidvania, it has a really in-depth plot with a lot of dialogue, so that. I'm still trying to figure out. I'm not skipping the cutscenes because I'm just trying to figure out exactly what's going on. But it's, it it could be cool if they, if you just like, or I mean, if I just knew what the hell's going on. So I'll let you know if you guys, I'll let you guys know if I figure that out. <laughs> you crack me up. I wish I just knew what the hell was going on. Uh, so other than that, I, I did play through the majority of Hellblade um, a couple weekends ago. So um, I think I got like through 10 hours or so, and 
Holy Amazon. crap! I gotta get off Amazon. You, oh Jesus Christ! It's I'm sorry. Amazon. I know. I just put two hundred and eleven dollars of stuff in my Whoa. cart. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, buddy! Yeah, calm down there, cowboy. <laughs> okay, keep going. Sorry. Were you looking at books? Because books get really expensive. Yes, dude. I saw I put in the um, the art of Metal Gear Solid Five book in there, the hardcover, which is like a hundred dollars by itself. And then they have another one coming out of the art of Metal Gear One through Five hardcover that I put in and pre-ordered it. So that was like seventy something dollars. And then I put in a whole bunch of just like. Like I put in the Zelda uh, art books and everything. Like, dude, our books are way too expensive. They got yeah. caught down with that shit. Yeah, it sucks, but they're really. I really like hardcover art books. Yeah, I just I I have a coffee table, so I feel the need of a coffee table book, and I think our books like fit that niche really, really well. The yeah. problem is, is that they cost money. And I want to have a revolving collection of art books, so that way, like every month, I have another. Uh, coffee table book I got one of those like Super Nintendo like retrospective books that like looks like a cartridge that's that's like my one that's out right now it looks pretty dope I hate you so much oh dude I got an expansion <laughs> to the Bloodborne card game hey Luke I just bought a house there's this thing called a housewarming gift oh yeah we need to do that <laughs> one I can oh my god I can... dude, oh you, you should it? get them you should get them towels <laughs> Oh yeah, that's what soft. I mean. <laughs> soft Very soft. I'm going on Amazon right now. I'm gonna order you some Dude, soft. Dude, don't towel. do it. Don't do it. All right, what else have you been playing? This is this has gotten so off track. Yeah. Um. Okay. Hellblade. Uh, it's a pretty cool game. I mean, it's it's like I would say probably like twelve to fourteen, fifteen hours long total, and I'm like about ten hours in. Um, it's it. I played it right before the new God of War, and it's very interesting how similar they are because they're both, you know, Norse mythology behind the character, kind of up close camera. Um, the difference with Hellblade is you're um, uh, a woman, Senua, who's you know mortal, um, and in God of War you're Kratos. So what I'm getting at with that is it's a very um, intense game in Hellblade uh, because you, you know you're facing you know these not gods, but very powerful, you know, creatures and beings and stuff. And you're pretty, you're a woman with the sword pretty much. So, um, combat's tough. You take a lot of damage per hit, you know, so you gotta be evasive and move quick and, and be very smart with what you do in combat. So it's intense in that way. It's also intense with the fact that, um, part of the theme of the game is, you know, mental illness. So Senua has voices in her head, um, kind of narrating there's one that narrates the journey there's one that's like um, s- some guy that she met in her travels that died and now his his voice is in her head which you know is that it's obviously not him most likely but it's like she's seeing him like give her advice and stuff so it's kind of strange and you'll have voices that pop up and say like oh you're going the wrong way oh you just give up <laughs> while you're like exploring the dungeons and stuff <laughs> So it's it's an intense game to to go through. I, um, mm-hmm. It was one Saturday. I pretty much just powered through everything that I played, and at the end of it, I'm like, oh man, I gotta take a breath. I gotta play something else because it's just. Uh, I mean, it's really cool, but it's it's um, intense, you know. Right. No, um, I I felt the same way. Sorry to interrupt. You're but fine. You're fine. 
uh, I felt the same way with like whenever I was playing. God dang it! Never mind. Yeah, yeah, I know <laughs> that game. We <laughs> played Bloodborne before. You like you know what's going on. Yeah, like, but you had I had to like separate myself by playing something like that was just like quick and to the point and just let me go have have a little bit of fun, get my mind off the whole situation, and yeah, for a couple days, couple hours, whatever. Yeah. Um, so right now in um, Hellblade, I'm stuck at a point where it's just like a gauntlet of enemies, and they introduce like a couple really hard guys. So I'm just getting my ass kicked right there. Maybe you um, should just listen to the voice in your head. Give up. Well, I mean, I did. <laughs> like, I, well, I haven't gone back to it. You know, I haven't like, fully given up. Like, it, I'm just like, well, you know, I did. <laughs> um. Because at that point, there's God of War was coming, and there's other stuff I wanted to get through. So, a cool game. Um, I mean, it's it got a lot of praise last year. Yeah, the audio design is great. I would say it's like a solid like eight, and it's a cool thing to play through once. It's not like something I would rush out to play, but if you get the chance, it's it's pretty cool. Um, so right before God of War came out, I've been playing a lot. Um, I I fired up. God of War 3, because that was the only one I'd, I'd never beat before. And it was interesting to play that right before the new one as well, because uh, it's cool to see the progression from the old style to this new style. Um, you know, the, the old ones are great. They have great, you know, combat and puzzles, and the environments are really cool, and the way the games progress is cool, because it's not really... It is, it is separate levels, but at the same time, you just... The journey just seems like it just keeps going. It flows naturally. It doesn't seem like there's a, like a hard cutoff, you know? It's just a, a very natural progression through the through the game. Um, mm-hmm. But what's different, you know, is it's the classic mid-2000s, early 2000s style of action game, like Devil May Cry or Ninja Guy Dead. And it's kind of interesting to see how, like, those aspects kind of feel outdated by now, at least a little bit. Um, and it's kind of stuck in that. And the story, you know, the story of the old ones overall is cool, but I think, like, the minute-to-minute, like, how you progress through stuff at the base level, it's kind of dumb. There's some dumb stuff that happens that doesn't really make sense. Um, but, I mean, it's it's a great game. Uh, they're a lot of fun. But, uh, you know, I was watching an interview with Corey Barlog, the director of, of the games, and he was like, those original ones is, is like being in college and this is like being a dad, you know, the new one. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's cool to see the progression. It's, it's fun. But now that we're at where we're at with God of war, um, it's tough to look back and, and just accept it. So the main thing I've been playing is the new God of war. So Dakota, did you want to, uh, you've been playing it as well. Do you want to give some of your impressions too? Um, Okay, well, first of all, I do want to say that, that I am not—I have not beaten it yet, so be very careful with spoilers, Lucas. Oh yeah, well, I'm not going to spoil anything. Thank God. Uh, I will say this though that like this really isn't much of a spoiler, I don't think. But um, I don't think no, there's no way. I, I do have one issue with it, and that is the story. Okay, so just like naturally, I'm going to start off with the things I don't like about it. And that is, I don't know much about Norse myth. I don't know much about mythology, if I'm honest. I don't I don't really care. 
it's not really a thing that I'm interested in really. I mean, it's interesting to hear about, but like I don't actively go out looking for it, you know? Yeah. So, but what I've noticed is like in the previous God of Wars, like he obviously fought gods, the Greek gods and so on. They like, yeah, that's kind of in the name. That's what the game was known for. And this one, I don't really, I have yet to fight a god other than the, the first one that you come into, which I won't bring up but that's like like that's not really a big deal in the game you know and i'm hoping that that changes because like i wanted to fight these gods like that's what i wanted the only thing that you seem to fight are trolls and the uh, yeah well not really about it without i mean i haven't played the game yet but yeah so why are you chiming in I'm because in in three i think he kills off all the gods if i remember the story that's he's why in, there's no gods no he's in norse mythology now though not oh, okay. greece okay i got you now yeah yeah i know i know you'll catch up eventually i'm just gonna okay. go buy it and beat it and tell you what happens there you go so what I will say to that is this is like the the Batman Begins of this new saga that we're in now. So mm-hmm. it's it's like the origin story. It's yeah. So the, like they'll up. eventually come to that is what you're saying. Yeah. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, I mean, it's better, but I, I don't like. Uh, you. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can nowadays, thanks to the Marvel movies. Like, okay, if you have if you have like a Batman Begins, like you were saying, where it's the origin story and so on and so forth. Like, that doesn't mean that you can't sprinkle some of that good stuff in. Like, back in the day, you used to have to do that. Now, thanks to the Marvel movies, it's just like you know what? There's going to be this epic battle, but we're going to wait till you're like two hours into the third movie before we ever even hint that it's going to happen. Like, you know, what's going to happen, but we're not going to let you know that it's going to happen until you're pretty much done with the third movie. And then it'll happen. And I don't, I don't, I don't like that idea. I want some of it just lightly sprinkled throughout. Okay. So what, what I will say is there's awesome boss battles. There are some awesome boss battles. They're better. Are they, are they, um, you know, deities, not necessarily. See, I mean, whatever. I'm also, the other thing is, is that I don't know how far into the game I am. Like, I don't, I, I like shut off all media for this game before I played, before I played it. So like, I, I don't have a frame of reference other than the E3 trailer I don't have a frame of reference of how far I am in the game. And I'm taking it nice and slow. Unfortunately, I don't have a job. So I have the ability to do that. And that's what I'm doing. I'm, I spent like, cause you get to the, the, um, the main hub. If, if you will, like I'm considering it the main hub and it's the, the lake, you know, yeah. like yeah. you get there and that I spent, dude, I spent like three hours just looking through that area alone before I progress the main story, like just doing the side stuff and so on and so forth. And I just got, well, whatever. Um, I, I'm not far enough in the game. I don't think to give away any sort of spoilers, but I, I got to the, um, 
wait, no, like in stop or no, as in there's no way I'm far enough. No, if you just got to the hub, it's not serious. Sport no, 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 no. I'm past the hub now. That's what, like, okay, when, the, whenever you first figure out that that is the main hub, meaning that you can travel through that area, like, I just opened up the ability to travel. Because you, you're forced to travel to the first place that you go, and that opens up all the other ones. Like, you get the, the energy. I'm trying yep. not to say the actual name. Yep. You yep. get the yep. energy yep. to move on, and I just got past that part. So I'm making my way back to moving up the mountain again is where oh, okay. I'm at right now. So like I said – but like I said, the only thing that I fought was like the gigantic troll – are they ogres? What are they? There's So there's trolls and ogres. Well, I know that, but like the main boss ones that I fought so far, I don't know if they're trolls or ogres right now. They're big. Those are trolls. Are they trolls? Okay. Yeah, I'm hoping so. Yeah, no. Well, maybe. Sure. They have rocks. There we go. They're trolls. Because they have rocks. Bam. <laughs> I know. And it's really annoying because, like, I'm for, for the record, I really wish Buckman was on this episode because he actually knows a lot about Norse and Greek, Greek mythology that he could explain some of this to me, I'm sure. And I was looking forward to that, but then you no know, things happen. But yeah, that I mean, I, I I will say that it's hard to go from that game that I played forever, like previously to this that I can't name, th- going from that game to and that combat mechanics and stuff to this game, it's kind of difficult. For instance. There's a lot of times when engaged in combat, I pressed circle to jump out of the way, and I it's uh, the dodge button is X, so I get hit a lot. You and can change I, a lot of the controls. I think I'm going to, but at the same time, like I don't know. I've always been, I've always been very nervous to do that. Only, only because like I feel like people, they, they, these people set. I like to think of it like they bring in a team of people that are like, this is the best control scheme for this game. This is what we need to do. So I tried – I like to play the game to their specifications, but that – I think I'm far enough in the game where, like, that's just not working. Let's move on to something else. You know? Yeah. This game has excellent options for customizing the UI and customizing controls, so definitely take advantage of those. Okay. That's, that's good. To hear. So whenever you play, did you like do much of the side stuff or did you just fly right through it? So I did some side stuff. Um, I mainly just kept going on the main quest because I just wanted to see what happened and I wanted to see where the story went. But there's a few side quests that pulled me away. Um, and there's a few that I tried that I was not powerful enough for and I was, I was too underleveled. So I ended up, you know, doing a handful of side quests. And then saving everything for the end, mm-hmm. which kind of seems like the intent because the the majority of the main story um, after I did those side quests was easier because I, you know, I leveled up and got better gear and all that stuff. So um, it, it, I think the intent is to power through the main story and then the, the side content is harder because there's some incredibly difficult stuff you get to. Yeah. Later no, on. I... Like I said, I did a lot of the side stuff in the the lake area, and because of that, like I, I ran into a couple of them where it was like, "This is not gonna work, dude. Just calm down." 
especially like, dude, I, it's so weird. I'm sorry. It, it's so weird to bring the fact that like the previous God of War, I don't know how in the world you went from three to this because in the previous gods of war, you're so powerful being as Kratos that like you very rarely die in those games. Very rarely. And yeah, I mean, this, if you when you bump up the difficulty on the original ones, they get really, really well. Quick. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, but I'm saying like the normal and this one being in the normal difficulty, it's like, what the hell just happened? It's like, I don't know. It's I got stuck on the first like, what were they? The the first wave of enemies where they they come out of the wall. I don't know if you know what part I'm talking about, but the wall's like kind of broken. There's a cutscene for it, but the wall's kind of broken, and then like something bangs on the door on the wall, and yeah, then it breaks, yeah. and all those uh, enemies come out. I got stuck there for quite some time, and I was like, "How in the world are you supposed to do this?" And I mean, eventually I made it through, especially because I found out you can just throw the axe and knock them off the edge. Spoiler alert! And so. That's what I did. I just kept freezing him and then knocking off the edge and then moving on. But at the same time, like I was like, "How in the world? This is like a lot harder than the previous ones." Uh, yeah, I, I died at that point a few times too. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's it. These games are heavy, or this game is heavily inspired by Dark Souls and Bloodborne. I feel now because mm. it is tougher. The combat feels meaty and substantial and you really you gotta you know think about what you're doing because um, if you don't you're gonna get your ass kicked especially yeah. once they start introducing these other different mechanics that you gotta adapt to um, I don't know I, I had a tough time with the game at first but then once I finally leveled up and got some abilities like then it really started to ch- like change and you open up all these cool things you can do um, I think like one incredible strong point in the game is the, the combat and this is the first game since, like, probably like Arkham Origins, or uh, no, Arkham City, Arkham Asylum, um, that the upgrades were, like, just really substantial. And what I mean by upgrades is not like, oh, you get more strength, but um, whenever you spend your, your XP and unlock a new move, like, those moves really matter. Like, mm-hmm. they're, they're very, um, you know, important to the combat. And... and as, as you start doing that, like, in, you can start doing more things in combat. Like, you just get so much more deadly. And then you can level up your son's abilities, too. Which, at first, I was like, I'm not going to worry about that. But then, once I put a couple in and saw what he could do, like, I was like, oh, wait, this is very important, too. Mm-hmm. So, by the end of the game, once you're, like, halfway through all the the upgrades, like, everything you can do at that point is, is so badass. And you're so versatile. And, um, yeah, so that's definitely key to, to know your moves and know what you can do and, and know how that like affects or like how your enemy's weaknesses and how you can take advantage of those. Yeah. No, this, this game is extremely meaty and I, I, I'm enjoying that side of it. Like, I feel like the story is not too hard to follow either, which is what another thing that I like. It's not like very cryptic and lore heavy. I mean, there is lore stuff to it, but like you can kind of tune that out and still understand the story, you know, if, if that's the way you want to do it. Um, yeah. Also, I love the way it looks, dude. Oh my God. And now that I'm on an HDR TV, 
which I actually may need to talk to you about because I feel like I need to calibrate it right. And I, I need like, how did you calibrate yours? So I know that this is not a part of the game side of the podcast, but how did you calibrate your your TV in there, Luke? <laughs> um, there was a thread about like settings for the Samsung KS8000, and uh, I looked that up, and then I followed what they said, and I've been fine with it since. Okay. So I would just you have the you have the X900E, right? Sony? Yeah. Yep. I mean that's a pretty popular TV. Those considered the best looking non OLED of last year. So I think if you just search like X nine hundred E settings for gaming, some to that extent, you should get some good suggestions. Um, I'm, also, I'm I, pretty sure the Sony's only two of the HDMI ports are full, like actually do HDR and everything, um, which is weird. So yeah, make sure you're using the okay. right HDMI port. Okay, because that's what I've been wondering. Because like I plugged in my Pro and everything like that, and I didn't I didn't do the calibration side of it. But and it, you remember how I told you that I have the Pro and I plugged it into my previous TV and it was for, for Gran Turismo and it was like whoa 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 like your stuff is not good enough for this game like stop doing this you idiot and um that was the exact i that's the exact quote of the warning message by the way and um yeah so i i got really confused but it did that on this one too and i was like i know this tv has hdr and i know it's 4k like the previous so it didn't it didn't let you pick 4k or hdr in the settings no so then well not not for god of war but then whenever i not initially and then i went through and i did the calibration side of it on the the ratings the rate red rt whatever it is yeah. website that you show me i did what that said and then like it was fine i never got the warning message again but by that point i already dismissed the warning message and like moved on you know, so I'm like, I don't know if it's actually fully HD because it looks absolutely gorgeous. But I know that the pro, the pro version of God of War and the standard version of God of War, they don't look that like there, there's a lot more detail in the uh, the upgraded the 4K version of it. I know that there's a lot more detail and it's a little bit more crisp and stuff like that. But like to the naked eye, without looking at them side by side, you're not going to notice much of a difference. So I'm not entirely sure that everything is bumped up the way I needed to be bumped up. So I may just need to do some research on it. I was hoping you just like had this website in the back of your head that was like, dude, just do everything this website tells you to do. And I would be like, Oh, okay. Well, the, the calibration on different TVs is different. So if you okay. had my TV, I would know exactly what to do. Um, it, check your settings in God of War. Cause it should tell you whether you can do HDR or not. And it, you should be able to see the resolution that your PlayStation's um, displaying at either on the PlayStation settings, I believe, or um, on your TV somewhere. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll just need to look at it, and I I, I don't know. I, yeah, I because I, I looked at that, and it says that it's putting out at um, 4K and HDR and stuff like that, but, like, I, I don't know how much I trust that unless it says it on the TV. You know what I mean? That's the only right. thing that worries me. But oh hey look at that auto dimming color hue look at that I really wish it would tell me the the I'm sorry we're we're done with this we're done talking about TVs <laughs> I forgot this is a gaming podcast daggummit moving okay. on okay um what else did I want to say about this game yeah okay 
completed the story. It took about like 25 hours, and that's with a couple side quests. So there's a lot more to do after that. And like I said, most of the side content is geared towards, you know, after you beat the game and are, are fairly powerful. Um, you mentioned mythology. I didn't really know much about Norse mythology aside from like the names of the gods and like what I learned from like the Thor movies and like the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know about like the stories of Norse mythology. So um, I think this game does a really great job of storytelling, like an a unbelievably good job of storytelling because since it's all behind the back, it's one camera shot. The camera's always behind Kratos or nearby. One continuous shot. The story is told, you know, just through reading lore or hearing stories from people. Like, oh, there's a lot of people telling stories. Like, you you sail around, not sail, row around on the boat, and, you know, Kratos and his son just talk and, and tell stories. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a very natural and organic way of building the game world. Like, and it's it's ominous because, like you said you want to fight a lot of gods. Like you, you don't fight the entire pantheon of Norse gods in this game. I'll, I'll say that, but it, it builds them up in a very ominous way because you never see them, but you hear about all the shit they did and you hear about how many people they killed and whatever, but you never see them. So it's just, you know, very ominous. I really like that. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah, graphics. This is probably the best-looking game out on consoles right now, if I had to say. Uh, I swear there's times I just glance by, and, like, I th- think it, Kratos is live-action. Like, I think he's, like, a real person. Mm-hmm. No, dude, that, it looks gorgeous. Like, absolutely freaking gorgeous. Yeah. Um, the world and the dungeons, are I think, are fantastic. I don't want to spoil any of the places that you go to or anything that you you know you experience but um it's very diverse and it's you know both dark and bright and uh different looks and they look great um this is the kind of game it reminded me of final fantasy 15 um when i played final fantasy 15 i was in a dungeon and i was like holy shit it's really dark and i'm lost and and what the fuck is happening like i actually felt like i was in a dungeon in a cave and Final Fantasy had gigantic bosses that were larger than life. And this is another game that does a great job of... There's many things that just feel larger than life. And when I'm in a dungeon, I'm like, dude, it's fucking dark. Where the fuck am I? You know, <laughs> like, like you're actually lost. Like, that's right. Cool. Um, puzzles. The puzzles are fantastic. And it, it does such a great job of um, kind of pacing it in a, in a, in a really smart way. Um, playing through God of War 3, or, or playing some of God of War 3, pardon me, um, th- that has great puzzles, but to unlock stuff, like to get the secret chests for your upgrades and whatever, your treasure chests, you know, they're just kind of hidden off screen. So what you got to do is just like make sure to roll into every little, you know, nook and cranny of the screen because you can't move the camera to see if there's a little hidden area over there. That's not really like a really um, user-friendly way of doing that. You're just looking for any possible place the camera will turn around because you can't control it so here in this game um you pretty much know any room if you see a chest the answer is nearby so it's it's not like a a metroidvania game with a lot of backtracking 
which mm-hmm. is it's it's great for those types of games. But I really like how they do it here because I, I may come into a big room, see all kinds of you know levers and pulleys and ramps and whatever the hell, and see two treasure chests, and I know that. Um, okay, so aside from like the 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 colored materials, if, if it's just those types of things, I know I can solve that puzzle in that room. Now you'll see some very obvious colored barriers, like a Metroidvania, and those if you don't have the way to open them, you know you don't have have the way to open them. So that kind of keeps it gated in a smart way. But if if you have a chest and you have a a lever and and this, you know that you can solve that puzzle and it's just in that room. So, um, I spent a lot of time just fucking around trying to find every chest that I could. And by the end of the game, some of the puzzles get really, really tough. So I gave up on that. But, uh, for the first like 75%, you know, I was trying to solve all of these puzzles and they get really devious, but in it better than iconoclast. They're devious in, in very smart ways. And some of them, when I finally figured out the solution, it's just like that huge, just aha moment where you feel smart as fuck. Like, some of them are just really, really cool in how they how they execute on the puzzles. Um, so one one takeaway I had from this game is the guys at Sony Santa Monica are a very, very talented group of people. And I think they don't get enough credit because they haven't been doing enough lately. You know, Naughty Dog, we've seen Uncharted 2 to 3, The Last of Us to 4. And we see, like, how... Um, seen frequent output at high quality. And I think this game puts Santa Monica up in that same level, or at least very close because they went from God of War three. And I'm not, I'm not sure what other games they did in between, if there's anything smaller, but actually, let me look that up real quick before you get too far into this. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, I don't, I don't know offhand. So they did small stuff like, um, Pixel Junk Racers, Everyday Shooter, a lot of collaborative development on on um, smaller games like that. Um, <laughs> stuff like, yep, yeah, the Pixel Junks, Fat Princess, Twisted Metal. Um, yeah, mostly just collaborative development. This I think this is the the next big like big game. Okay, I guess since God of War Ascension, really, there in terms of internal yeah. development. Okay, so basically the same thing. Um, what I would say is, you know, it's been a five-year break from their last main main game, and they're very in tune with the industry because it feels super, super modern, this new one. Um, you know, they looked at how Naughty Dog tells a story in the Uncharted and games in the last of us they looked at how gone home tells a story um they're very in tune with dark souls uh bloodborne i was watching an interview and they even gave a shout out to neo like which is a lesser you know not as popular souls born game so i think like dark souls must have had a massive impact on the combat and the storytelling just how tough the combat is but still very very deep in how subtle the storytelling is so they are paying attention to you know some of the best people in the industry and what they're doing and they're taking aspects of that um you know some people in their reviews are like oh this is um last of us plus dark souls plus the witcher is this new god of war and that's kind of derivative 
I mean, it's true, but I think it takes those parts and the sum of it, like it, it turns it into its own thing that it doesn't feel like a copycat. I think breath of the wild was the same way. It felt like Skyrim plus dark souls plus Zelda, but it still felt like its own thing. And it didn't feel like it was just copycatting. Um, what else? Uh, I think you got it. <laughs> not uh, c- a couple more things, a couple more things. So like I was talking about how the old games kind of feel outdated, kind of have a dumb story. They're just like in college. They're like, uh, very aggressive. I will have my revenge. Ah, Zeus, give me my revenge. Ah. And that's that's basically it. You know, this game kind of uses that weakness and turns it into a strength through Kratos' character development. So the way that they did that, I thought was super well done. And they just, it's it's kind of the designer saying, you know, we did this and we want to be better, you know? So the way they tie that in is just really cool. Uh... And I guess the last thing I want to say, um, not spoiling anything, it sets up for more in this universe. And the end of the game, or like the last, you know, 10% or whatever of the story, once I got through that, I was so, so, so hyped to see what happens next. And the thing is, the places you go in this game and the shit you do is is very big and just so fucking cool that I'm like, how are they going to top this? How the hell are they going to top this? Like, I don't know. Um, but I'm so excited to see what happens next because they set up the world in such a great way. Um, I, I don't want to spoil too much, and I'm going to be very b- vague and stop me if I go too far. But, I mean, like I said, it's it's Batman Begins, sets foundation. Um, yeah, that's, that's about all I'll say. So <laughs> what with the next however many games, uh, I can't wait to see what happens and what they do and where we go. So yeah, okay, that's all I got. No, that's it. You got it all. Yeah, it's kind. It's kind of a good game, you know. Yeah, I mean, it has its moments. That's for sure. Oh, one last thing. One one thing that I kept thinking throughout my entire playthrough, and I thought this about different aspects of the game is I just thought this is unbelievably good. I can't believe how good these graphics are. I can't believe how good <laughs> the story is and how good they tell it. I can't believe how good the combat is, how deep it is. And when I unlock, like, these two moves and now, like, it changes so much and, and I'm kicking so much more ass, I just can't believe how good all these things are. Okay. <laughs> it's just a good game. Yeah, it's a good game, you know? It's amazing, not good. All right, so, Martinez, do you have any else you want to say about this? I think, I think Luke hit everything, but, I mean... Yeah, he he hit everything. I I'm definitely gonna pick it up. I I was gonna pick it up anyways, but just hearing him talk about it and everything. Um, I'm curious about that little ending though that you're talking about. Yeah, so definitely be very careful on the internet because I was even reading that if you search like God of War into YouTube or Google, it'll like um do the suggested stuff you know yeah and some of those are spoilers so just be very careful yeah Yeah, i've been i've been staying away i know that the um i saw the so i i looked up i was looking for something oh before you buy on it and um i typed it into youtube and the first thing that came up as like suggested was the um the boat 
pulling scene where Kratos is pulling the boat. And like, it's been all over the internet. I didn't know, but like, I know that that's a definitely important scene. And I would like, in the description, it said what the scene was. And I was like, like as the title of the video. And I was like, God dang it. Now I know how important that one scene is. Yeah. I, I, I'm pissed at anybody that posted anything spoiler about this game. Cause it's just, when, when you go through that journey, like, it's just so fucking cool, and you should experience it new and fresh. I mean, there's haters going to hate. Yep. I think that's what they say. Is that what the kids say nowadays? I think that's what the kids say. <laughs> All right, so next. Um, is it time for a break? Yeah, let's take a break. That was, right. that was a long one. <laughs> All, right. All right, Luke, you sound sick. Who, me? Yeah. Go take a break. All right, we'll be back in a minute. Um, And we're back. So now on to the news. Um, Hey, Dakota, have you tried Billy Mitchell's hot sauce? No, I don't like hot sauce. We've had this oh. discussion. Oh, that sucks. I, am the wor- I have the world's most sensitive tongue, so like... Dude, you know those pepper sneenies that you get in, like, Papa John's boxes and stuff? Yeah. Those are too spicy for me. Wow. Yeah. So that's why I don't have hot sauce. I don't eat hot sauce. I don't look at hot sauce. I don't even think about hot sauce. Other than when we were talking about Billy Mitchell's hot sauce, which is available on Amazon for 12 bucks. Nice. Yeah. So also with... (laughs) Billy Mitchell, his uh, top scores on Donkey Kong were uh, thrown out because he did them on an emulator, apparently. Yep. Well, uh, what the hell is it called? It starts with an M. It, I can't remember what it's called. It starts with an M. It's it's an emulator thing that doesn't, like, it doesn't emulate the game precisely the way it's supposed to be. It makes it a lot easier. Oh okay. Um, I'm not sure what that is either. Yeah, I I'm sure that if I looked into it more, but it's honestly Billy Mitchell. All that you need to know about him is that he has long hair, he makes hot sauce, and he always wears an American tie. <laughs> That's literally everything. I told you all of it. But he has a lot of world records. Well, he had a lot of world records in the video game world. I think he he was the first person to get a perfect score on Pac Man. Yeah, he, so that might still be legit. I think that one is. I was on Twin Galaxies earlier. Oh, wait, I am still on Twin Galaxies. I can look that up, but we can go to something else because nobody actually cares about Billy Mitchell. Like, he is he is the butt wart of video games. Like, everybody in the, in the video game world hates him. Mame, M-A-M-E, that's what it was. How did you come up with that? What? He was the butt wart. Have you experienced that? No. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm sure if I did, it wouldn't be pleasant, just like Billy Mitchell isn't pleasant. Um, So that's nice. (laughs) Um, EA gave a uh, debriefing to the press of some sort and said that the lessons they learned from Battlefront 2... They, they learned their lessons, and 
those microtransactions won't happen again. Um, hey, Dakota, I heard you believe them when they say that. No, not at all. I don't. I don't think that they're uh, in tune with the community enough to know whether or not it will happen again. I mean, I mean games are going to have microtransactions, but hopefully they just don't do them to that degree. Yeah, that that's for really, a while at least. Yeah, that's really what they're saying. They're not. They're not saying that they're going to be. Yeah, completely done with and all this other stuff. Like that. That's not what they're saying, but. They, I don't know. It's just, it's nice to hear them actually acknowledge it. That's one thing that I will say. Their acknowledgement of how bad they messed up the situation, that's very good. And they they handled that very well. But it's, I don't know. They, they need a show. Actions speak louder than words. Show us. True, very true. God, that was philosophical, philosophical, yeah, philosophical. Like, dude, that 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 was deep right there. Moving on. <laughs> um, Sega announced Shenmue One and Two, um, HD remasters coming out this fall. Um, this was something that was kind of known about, heavily rumored, but um, good to finally get it official. And good to get it out there before Shenmue 3, since I feel like a lot of people probably haven't played it. Right. Or played played those. Dude, I don't think anybody has really played Shenmue, if I'm honest. As somebody, I have Shenmue on the Dreamcast. I'm very proud of that. Yeah, dude, I thought about playing it. But that's, it's such a hard game. Like, because you just... If you don't know anything about Shenmue, you like basically play like almost the life of the character that you're playing as. So like you can do almost anything. Like they, I really think that it inspired like the Grand Theft Auto series to like open up a little bit more, where you can do so much more stuff. Because like you can you can play freaking coin operated machines in Shenmue for crying out loud. Like that's yeah. an actual thing. You could play soccer at one point in time. Like it's, they're really interesting games, and sadly, not a whole lot of people don't know about them, and it's disappointing. But hopefully, with this remaster, like they people will, people will definitely get on board. Hopefully, I just hope that they hold up <laughs> to the test of time because I could see them being somewhat outdated at this point right but we'll see definitely cult classics um good to see him at least give him another shot um are you gonna pick him up uh <laughs> we'll see <laughs> okay martinez does that help nope uh, okay it mainly depends on how packed the fall is Oh, we gotta wait for E3. Yeah. For that. <clears throat> ah. Um. So Campo Santo announced that they're gonna get acquired by Valve Software. Um. So I guess this means they won't be making games anymore. <sighs> That's what I'm so worried about, dude. Don't. I'm so scared. It's. 
I don't know. So many people are like, we're so excited about it, and it just it scared me because I thought Campo Santo with Firewatch did such an outstanding job, like as their first game, and Valve of all people picks them up, and Valve is like, I don't know, like there's never going to be a Firewatch three ever. There's not going to be any three. They may not even make a third game. So this may be the beginning and the end. And that it, it it worries me because of that, like eight, yeah. It's there's so many what ifs with that. And Valve is such a what if company, and I it, it worries me. I'm I'm at least somewhat reassured because Valve's putting an increased interest or increased emphasis on um, making games. They said they're making games. Uh, they got Artifact. <laughs> So, I mean, it's not much right now, but I think this is them investing in making games again. Maybe. Um, and and I, I certainly hope so. I'm hoping that they stick with the console side of it, too. Like, I, they, they don't really release too much on for the consoles. And I think that Campo Santos games really need to have a console presence. I think that they do very well with on the consoles. I play yeah, for sure. I play Firewatch on the PC, like whatever. That's fine, but like the, the intensive graphics that they put into theirs, they're all like the animated stuff. It's the animated graphics and st- stuff. But it, it, I don't know. Their games just work very well. On well, okay, Firewatch. I shouldn't say games. Firewatch worked very well on the console, as well as the PC. And I, I, you miss out on such a bigger gaming community if you only release on pc and that's what i don't want to happen yeah i i think this also is an investment from valve's part in consoles as well and uh you know they tried last generation yeah they because they did the orange box and that was it yeah so (laughs) a collection yeah but the orange box had issues on PS3, but with this generation, you know, the architecture is much more similar to PC and kind of unified. So I think it'd be less of an issue. And, Oh, well, I guess they also did portal two on consoles. Yeah. So kind of in the infant stages right now, but hopefully this is a good collaboration and we see some cool stuff come out of it. Yeah. And I really hope that, I don't think that this will happen, but I really hope that, they don't the valley of the gods or whatever it was called like that looks so good i'm so hyped for that game and i'm really hoping that they don't ruin like they don't just stop working on that because of this acquisition no i don't think that'll be the case at all okay i i like your optimism it (laughs) makes me excited (laughs) no they, they would have no reason to stop that you know just throwing money out um what else uh detroit become human recently had a press preview event where they played through the first few hours of the game um it was reassuring to to get uh impressions from this because you know we hadn't seen a lot of it a lot from the game i was kind of worried about it like is this just going to be the same kind of shtick over again but um impressions for the most part have been pretty positive uh, a lot of people have made the point to say it's 
more along the lines of heavy rain, not beyond two souls, which is reassuring. Um, graphics look amazing. Um, and the, the story seems like it can go in so many different ways. So positive reception from that. So that's good. Um, Dakota or Martinez, have you had a chance to read any of this stuff or, or are you invested in the game at all? Uh, I heard the news from you guys a little while ago and I already put it to download. Um, so probably by the next podcast, I'll let you know how the demo is because I'm looking forward to the game. I do like games like that, kind of like Heavy Rain and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. They, I unfortunately, I I can't. I kept forgetting about it, like forgetting to download it. Um, I'm hoping that I am able to play it. I am actually on the PlayStation app right now to download it. Now that we are talking about it, I did want to play it before we got on the podcast but like i said i just i just kept forgetting about it. heavy rain was one of the bigger games the year it came out whatever year that was that i liked i know that like i i really enjoyed heavy rain i liked those branching storylines trying to keep everybody together sort of storylines but i mean i these these games worry me just because david cage is so iffy on things like you don't really know how he's like the peter molyneux of things and it just i don't know it worried me but hopefully we'll see what happens you know i'm hoping that this one pulls through i know that it got a lot of crap because of the fact that it was um uh the way that they handled like the sexual violence portion of the uh, demo Back in the day, I mean, whenever they did the thing for PSX, that's what it was. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm interested to play it. We'll see how it goes. Um, and hopefully Martinez and I can update how it is on the next podcast. Are you going to play it? Um, I want to play the demo. I don't know how soon I'm going to be able to play the demo. Um, I kind of want to wait and see reviews before picking it up the, what i keep telling myself is you know games that i know are going to drop in price and i'm not going to play them right away might as well just wait right i feel like this is a game that i'm not going to want to play immediately so I, I may just hold out on picking it up for a little while right like like god of war that was something once i saw the reviews i was like i gotta play this right away so that was kind of a different situation you waited for reviews i thought you pre-ordered it Oh, well, well I, wait. Pre- reviews came out, what, the embargo was up on the 12th, I think? Yeah, it was like a week yeah. earlier. Daggum. That's so crazy that it was that, that long of a, like, time that you could release whatever you want. That's how all these spoilers got out. Yeah, there's a lot of people playing it early, but I think they knew they had something special, so they uh, just went ahead and send it out um so yeah yeah it i mean it worked out except for the spoiler side of thing um yeah so let's see here that's about all the news topics had for the show um i don't know let's see here labo oh oh yeah nintendo labo it's out. Yeah, it's it's Has a thing. Played it? 
You mean built it? It would be player built. Both? Maybe? I don't know. I think, well, I guess you got to build it, then play it. Yeah. I, it's gotten a lot of positivity around it. I've heard a lot of good things. Are either, are either one of you going to get that? Uh, I may or may not have been in Walmart yesterday, and I may or may not have put it in my cart, and I may or may not have put it back. But most likely may. It's a no for me. Never? <clears throat> ever? I mean, I'm not going to say never, but certainly not right now. Never say never. I, just, I mean, yeah, I, I'm on the same. Like, I'm going to wait for it to drop. Mm. Maybe. I don't know if it will drop. I will say this, though. They have, like, the you can – they have the – where they said that you they'll put the instructions on how to build everything uh, on, the, on the Nintendo website and stuff. So I'm thinking about – because since I just moved, I have plenty of boxes. So – Maybe I'll just do that. I'll let you know how it is. <laughs> yeah, that might work. <laughs> Maybe. But yeah, they, yeah, yeah I'm going to wait a little bit. I know that we talked about... Um, uh, I'm going to say it, Luke. Get over it. Not the Metacritic score gave it a 7.1 and 7.3. The Variety Pack is a 7.1. The Robo Pack is... 7.3 so if that tells you yeah, anything, that guys <laughs> that influences your decision at all yeah it's like right in there where like you're not quite sure if it's worth the buy yeah fans of the genre would would dig it right <laughs> <laughs> okay so since we're pretty much done with the news i do have to ask does anybody know what's going on with this Fortnite? like <clears throat> the, the comic comics thing? yeah uh i start reading the articles and then they start talking too much and then i stop okay uh, to my understanding i guess in one of the multiplayer maps they noticed there was like a comet headed and like one person noticed it and then i pointed it out and everybody noticed that all of a sudden and i think every couple of days when you play it looks like it's getting closer so i think the last thing i heard was people were saying they're thinking it's related to a DLC or something like that or like a release date of something. And I think the day came and went and nothing happened. But I think the comment last I heard, I think the comment is still there. I heard the, the only thing that's on this website is it says tilted towers getting struck by a meteor question mark. Why not the entire Fortnite map question mark? Because I don't care. That's why. <laughs> Um, yeah. Also, I feel like we should talk about the, uh, the Destiny 2 expansion. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. So there's an expansion for Destiny 2. All right, moving on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Called Warmine. I wish I was more interested in it. Yeah. It's so bad. Like, they, it fell off so much. It's so sad, but at the same time, like, it's just the natural progression of the console MMOs. Like, you just, yeah, I don't think there's any way around it. Or if there is, I'm definitely not smart enough to figure it out. Oh, yeah, it's just expensive to keep the world, you know. Um, United. Yeah. (laughs) 
right. Um, and Beyond Two Souls is Beyond Two Souls and uh, Rayman Legends are PlayStation Plus's game of the month next month. The free one. So, so Beyond Two Souls is cool to check out if you're curious about the David Cage um, kind of interactive storytelling games. I wouldn't say it's his best no, one of those. I, w- I would put the other stretch. two. Heavy Rain's number one and, and Indigo Prophecy's number two. But if it's free, you know, might as well check it out. Right. Um, Rayman Legends is like one of the best games ever. I love that game. Really? You didn't know that? Yeah, dude. No. That game's awesome. Like, it, it really annoys me that the headline for this is um, Beyond Two Souls headline headlines Maze PlayStation Plus lineup, and it really should say Rayman Legends headlines Maze PlayStation Plus lineup. It's just so much – like, it's so good. It flows so nicely. It's, it's just awesome. God, I love that game. I I had it for the Wii U. And I felt like that I played that was the best way to play. Sorry. But I played I can't remember if it was Origins or Legends, but one of them on PS3. And it was it was cool. Uh if you played Legends, you would probably like you played as multiple characters and stuff. I feel like you would have known if you played Legends. Okay, it must have been Origins then. I don't know. Maybe. Alright. What's next? Um, I feel like we've been going on pretty long. Yeah. So we should maybe do Games of May next week or our next podcast because it's a pretty big list. Yeah, right, 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 right. We can catch that at the beginning of the month. Right. Uh, so let's move on to the lesser known. Didn't didn't Bill Nye do something with Nintendo's Labo? Like, it was like a commercial or something. Didn't he? Oh, I thought he built one. He might have built. He might have built it in the commercial. I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right. I I just saw him on here and I was like, didn't he do something important? I guess important wasn't the right word. Excuse me. Um, maybe. Yeah. So, uh, this week's lesser known. Luke, uh, you sound tired. <laughs> nah. No, I don't. Okay. So it's it's kind of on the edge of being a lesser known, um, but I think it's something we want to give a shout out to anyway. Um, I'm going to say Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island is this week's lesser known. Um, you know, this game is super critically acclaimed um, frequently on like, you know, best games of all time or best uh, Super Nintendo games and stuff like that from critics. But I feel like it's not as well known by gamers, especially younger gamers that didn't grow up with the Super Nintendo uh, it was kind of hard to get your hands on. Um, the, they had the Super Nintendo cart, and then they ported it to the Game Boy Advance, which is how I first checked it out, which was downgraded with uh, all the 2D sprite effects. Uh, they had to you know, use special chips in the Super Nintendo, and it couldn't replicate everything on the Game Boy Advance, so it wasn't available in its original form until they put it out on the SNES Classic. So it's been somewhat hard to play in its original format until just recently. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And that is? That is what? Oh, did you already say what, what game it was? I didn't think you did yet. Yeah, Yoshi's Island. Oh, okay. Super, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island. 
Oh, I must have been looking at the case when I said that. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, dude, it's just so, it's a classic. I think people maybe were expecting an actual sequel to the original Super Mario World and were maybe let down by that. But as its own game, it stands pretty tall. Um, definitely plays differently um, with having Yoshi and Baby Mario and shooting eggs and that kind of stuff. But the, the original Yoshi's Island is definitely a classic. Almost all of the sequels have been subpar, unfortunately. Yeah, they're pretty uh, bad. I haven't played... Wooly World. I hear that one is like pretty good. That one's really good. That yeah, that's probably the best one of the sequels. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, have either of you guys played Yoshi's Island much? Yeah, I played it on the 3DS. Uh, briefly on the 3DS as well. I have. Did you guys get the uh like the was it an SNES game? What? Uh, <clears throat> was it an SNES, like, a uh, virtual console is what I meant? No, 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 no. They they updated it for the... I mean, I played the original, too, but I played the original, like, way back when on the SNES, and then they did an update. I'm not quite sure what is brand new about it, but it's Yoshi's New World? I mean, New Island? Yoshi's New Island? Yoshi's new Yoshi's Island. Well, it's one of those. They just put new in it. Oh, okay. And yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's some things that are changed, but pretty much the same thing. I remember my brother got it and I stole it. <laughs> Cause it's the best. And I, yeah, it was one of those where he couldn't figure out how to play and I knew how to play and I wasn't going to teach him. So I was just going to do it myself. And that's what happened. Also, should we talk about how um, Dark Souls was delayed on the Switch? Oh, yeah. Dark Souls Remastered delayed on the Switch. Very sad. Like, aren't you getting it for the Switch, or are you not getting it for the Switch? I'm going to get it for sure on PS4, because the main reason I want it is to play it in 4K and 60 frames a second. That's the main thing that I'm excited about. Um, I may pick it up on the Switch later because having it portable will be really nice. But the thing is, it's such a dense and difficult game that I'm not going to be playing it on two systems at the same time. Right. So I don't really want to buy it twice and I'm only playing the one. Um, You know what I mean? Right. I just didn't know. If you, how hurt you were by it? Not terribly. I mean, I guess if you really want to, you could always just say screw it and go back to playing that game that I beat you in. At some yeah, point. I, mean, I plan on doing that at some point. <laughs> All right, I'm, I think I I said everything that needs to be said. Okay. Um, so I guess that's about all we got for this week. Oh, God, I'm tired. Oh, Luke, are you, you sound tired. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, so I guess we can go ahead and park the bus right quick. Um, where? Which you should not. This podcast? You should not do that. 
in real life, do not park the bus really quick. Take your time, park it appropriately. <clears throat> oh, yes, especially if you have tra- uh, passengers and such. Safely park it. Yes. In a safe manner. Um, where can you find us at? Uh, SoundCloud.com slash ZTargeting, uh, the podcast app on your iPhone or the Google Play Store on your Android phone. Um, follow at ZTargeting2016. Um, I'm at Luke Dollar 23. Dakota is at FoxDie89. Um, Martinez is at Cray Zero. And Buckman, who's not with us right now, is at Brow Gaming. So that's where you can find us at. Let us know what you think. Pop a like, subscribe, all that jazz on the stuff. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time.